0: David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com
1: and three
2: two one
0: you're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for suckers himself, David Shand. Y'all, y'all heard? Let's get it.
3: Welcome to Social Proof Podcast, Donnie and David edition. I am David Donnie. That's David. Hey, Andre. Hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> I'm not going to do you like that, Shand. We have to ask how Dave's weight went. Yeah. How'd your
2: do, week go? That oh, you? was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I, I i did a lot of entrepreneurial stuff okay. we lo- oh we launched the human behavior mastery course sold out and um the the clients are really really getting value and they're learning a skill set that's going to help them make a whole lot of money so um, i'm super proud about that mm-hmm. Donnie, congratulations
3: here. um before i talk about me do you ever have fun
2: when you say have fun what do you mean like
3: get lit turn up
2: see here's the thing that's not fun for me
3: Okay, so what is fun for you?
2: I I truly enjoy jumping on my morning call every morning mm. and teaching entrepreneurship. Mm. That's fun for me.
4: Mm. She's not married, so it doesn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's the you're married. I'm I don't. This stuff.
2: Yo, I, maybe that is um maybe that's a thing for me. I don't yeah. like that. So if people are like yo, just sit down, relax. You know, just watch TV. That's not fun for me.
3: That's not I understand. Or go to the
2: club and like get. That's not fun for me.
3: Ever, like, not ever. Like, say you hadn't been to the club in two years and someone just says, "Shans, I'm having a party. Just come and toast with me for my birthday. You can toast ginger rail. We da 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 You can't just two-step to a little Jeezy for a second and then slide out. Yeah. And that was fun, right? Uh-huh. I, uh, it was fun.
2: Pass through. This is more fun than going to the club. Like this right here.
3: I agree because I to, like, people call me a workaholic.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But I don't feel like a... Can you ask me about my week?
2: No. So, this is like my so like lifestyle.
3: I'm not interested anymore. Like your, How have
2: you
5: been?
3: I'm doing well. <laughs> Thank you, Andre, for asking. Yes. I mean, so my week, okay, okay was incredibly productive. Um, I feel like I've been talking about my week for so, so, so many times today. Mm. My week was fantastic. Got a lot done. I brought in several new students into my program. I have uh, brought in more students to my one-on-one coaching uh, program which is limited i think i have one or two spots left for that so I i'm really up? yes you need my coaching <laughs> you need my coaching a real entrepreneur <laughs> pull out
2: her phone and say Yo, you saw it right <laughs> here. here's the link
3: here's the link right here no, no 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 but i had a real good week so you know i am at home by myself most of the time now because my daughter's in college mm-hmm. and congratulations thank you and i uh i i miss her but then i get into my moments where i'm like I can just go home and walk around however I want to walk around. If I want to eat something, I can. If I don't feel like cooking, I don't have to. Like I literally, three days this week, thugged it out on Zaxby's French fries and felt no kind of way. If my daughter is mm. there, I have to make sure she has a meal, right? I'm still that a mom. Shot. How old is she? She's 18. College age.
2: And you got to make sure she has a meal.
3: Well, I prepare... when I was 18, my mom
2: did not make sure I had a meal.
3: Absolutely, I'm. When I'm I was
4: 18. I was eating prison food.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so i'm a mommy mommy right and my daughter does 99 of things that she's supposed to do and i just feel like either it will be her cooking or me cooking either way it's going to be somebody cooking for two people mm. it has to be me um yeah. you know she does a lot of things well and days you can cook a lot of things but mommy is so tired of cheesy pasta uh, <laughs> andre how was your week
4: My week um, actually went phenomenal. I got four new contracts. Mm -hmm. So um, I had two hedge funds, one out of California, $25 billion fund, Mm -hmm. one out of Chicago, $20 billion fund. Both hired me to um, do some work.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. So here's a common theme that I've just noticed. Mm -hmm. We've just all asked each other about our weeks and it's all about work. I kind of feel like we're super square. Like we love doing what we do and it's fun. I love, like I had a, I had a um, consultation call with Kyle, Kyle King. Yep. Y'all know Kyle King. Yeah, I know yeah. Kyle. And it was supposed to be a 45-minute call. Me and Kyle talked for, like, over two hours, mm. and it was the highlight of my day. Shout right. out to Kyle King, who's out here getting authors together. But it was the highlight of my day. What did y'all talk about? It was about? so fun. Going to the club? So, no, we probably. didn't talk about going to the club. So, Kyle is one of my students inside of my six-figure accelerator program. <laughs> ah, ah.
1: Oh, he's, here we go. <laughs> the <laughs> queen of the plug. Oh, right my god!
4: Did
2: back,
3: <laughs> run it back. Did he ask me or did he ask she me? She
2: just said we're corny. Right. No, no, no. And she so, goes right back to but work. But she went into... Uh, he asked Kyle what we King. talked
3: about. What am I supposed to...
2: He's at a Six Figure <laughs> Accelerator Kyle Club where you signed up on six figure is a my Six
3: Figure Accelerator program, and I am teaching him through that program how to put together his consulting program, coaching program, or information-based entrepreneur program anyway so kyle is really advanced in that program through that program i offer group coaching as well it's how a, many people do you have it's a done with you it's a done with you program um there are more than 40 people in that program right now so it's a done with you program that is a combination of online training and coaching for me kyle is really advancing through the program he was able to generate more than twenty thousand oh dollars in his first gosh. two weeks. So <laughs> anyway, so do I, do I get to what do commercial talk. talk no, he yeah, I,
1: yo, I asked what
3: did y'all me a about? question. I'm trying to set okay, it go, go, go up. It. I love so what's the so setup? He needs right. He needs more he needs more <laughs> advanced one on one attention because he's he's got a, a lot of moving parts to his business model and he wanted to hire me to be his one on one coach as well inside of my program. Are you doubling up? Yes. 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 And he understands that fully. So he's um the best he's, kind of he's client. A, he's a student. Pay a lot, learn slow. He knows. Hey, pay a lot. Pay. Get learn fast. Because I like I like all the stories. Mm-hmm. I don't drag people out. I want story after story mm-hmm. after story after story. So as soon as you get we we create clearly defined goals in the beginning. As soon as we knock those things out.
2: So for the two hours, what did I talk about again?
3: We were just talking about his business. We were talking about all of the the vision that I saw for his business. Like um one of the amazing things about coaching and both of you guys know this because you talk to people all the time as well is that you literally will have an idea that you can only see in this window. Mm-hmm. And then you go and talk to somebody else who understands the bigger picture. You go and talk to a visionary. And they're able to say, ooh, have you ever considered this, 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 and this? Mm-hmm. And I showed him several different ways that he could grow that business and actually stand out in his marketplace. So mm-hmm. it was just to, just to feed off of the excitement that he had, like that discovery. You know how it is yeah. when somebody discovers something and it's like light bulb switch? Yeah, for sure, for sure. That was, so we went in and, and it wasn't even supposed to be. Everything that we talked about today should have been in his first session that starts next week. Mm-hmm. But it was such, I was at breakfast. Why not? Why not, Right. Why
2: not? Bonus. Here's the thing. So you were like condemning us about talking about business. And he said, I talked to one of my clients for two hours. And I'm thinking in my head, you're about to say, oh, we just shot the police. No, what I I was saying
3: was what I said before that. It's a celebrated program. No, (laughs) what I said was. I get it, it's fun. I literally talked to one of my clients today for right, two hours, right, and it was sure. so much fun. Now, now, what you guys didn't see off camera is that me and Dre are going to go turn up at Cheetah later on tonight, so... <laughs> <laughs>
2: For Sure, and that's fun. See you at the that's building. Not, for sure. That's
3: not really fun for me. I'm indulging Dre because he's visiting. Right. We can go to
4: Roof Chris Steakhouse.
3: I'm off. I don't really like the steak there. You
4: love flank steak.
3: What do you mean? I, you <laughs> <go to> Mort- <laughs> <laughs> flank steak and scrambled eggs.
4: You want to go to Morton's
3: then? I like, um, what's my other spot right here on Howell Mill? Um, starts with an M.
4: I'm not from here.
3: Mm. I don't. I'm
1: gonna
3: gonna tell you in a minute.
2: We'll go, whatever it is, we'll go. So so here's here's what I'm fun for me,
3: really though. Fun for me is taking me. I love to fine dine. I love to fine dine, and I love to travel. Take me to a nice restaurant, and I don't mean take me. Let's go to a nice restaurant. Let's travel and let's discover new stuff. Like that is fun for me. If my homegirls are having a birthday party or something at a club, I will show up.
2: I got fun for you. Okay. I love playing Monopoly.
3: I like it, too. I love it. I love playing... That's fun
2: for me.
4: I win, but I don't love it.
3: I <laughs> love playing... Well, see, here's the thing. David has gotten me hooked on these phone games. Tic-tac-toe, oh, Connect yeah, Four. He stopped playing Risk. with me because... Risk. Yeah, he stopped playing with me because I beat him so much. Don't even try to deny it because I don't delete texts.
2: Can we just move forward with the, like, <laughs> the conversation with <for> the podcast? <laughs> God, you bring bringing up old stuff. Old
3: stuff. <laughs> hey. Old stuff. So Dre, you're yes. out here changing lives. You know what I love about what you do. I literally saw, um, I saw, I saw a woman, an African American woman, and I'm not gonna call her out because you know I hate doing that kind of stuff. But she did this episode on her own Instagram where she Somebody thought, I know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people know her. She did an episode um, where she thought that Black people should pool their money together to purchase prisons. Buy a prison. Buy prisons. Buy a prison. Okay. Buy a prison. I and run it. <laughs> you buy it, I'll run it. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that's where black people should put their money, right? I just don't. I would I don't, say this. I don't I think would say this. Mm-hmm.
4: With the prison thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Word there. I would much rather a black and ground. I'd rather have you and Dave own the prison because I'm going to get treated better. You have my best interest in heart. Do not leave me with the people who don't care for me and hope that they do me better.
2: The prison's there's be a reason anyway. they
4: call HBCUs, because they're supposed to treat us better, understand us more, and then connect with us.
3: Do you think that would really happen, though?
4: Black people owning prisons? hmm It gets to what my father would say. They won't let you. My father from Virginia, 1940, y'all. They won't let you.
3: I think there's a certain type of black person who will be interested in funding a prison. And I don't know that that person has black people's interest at heart, right? You're still funding a prison in states that are controlled by people whose job it is to put Old you church. in that prison, right? It's still, you're still owning the home that oppressed people have to go to, no matter how you slice the cake. There's only so many nice ways you can treat people in prison. And what I love about what you do is that you work with the prison system to make the prison experience for people who are there feel human.
4: You got um. I got a friend I work with out of, out of Phoenix, Genius Network owner, Joe Polish. And his whole thing around helping people is treating people with humanity, uh-huh. treating people with kindness. We cannot punish people into being better. We cannot torture people into being better. Ooh. So if you are in prison or you're in addiction, you're in a bad relationship, you're at a bad job, we can't twist your arm into you having success. We have to go in, meet you where you are, engage you, embrace you, heal you there, and then walk you out. So the concept of working in... I, I spent 14 years in prison. So when the concept came of going back inside, it wasn't like, wow, I want to do this. And somebody said to me, Dre, who better? Mm-hmm. When you go in there, do, brothers got game. And they're going to run their game as a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. So if we send someone with a kind heart but doesn't understand the game, they're not going to get the help that they need. Right. You understand the game, you can get through the madness and get to the root of the problem, which is their personal pain, and how to transform from that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's entrepreneurship, it's neglect, it's abuse from the past, whatever the thing is, they need to rectify. One of us who's been there that gets it needs mm-hmm. to walk them through. All these doctors and scientists and specialists, they're getting, they're not, whatever they're doing, they're not getting through. Yeah. So I go in not because I like going into prison, but those are my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I speak their language. Mm-hmm. I am the thing at one level as a role model of what they want to be, mm-hmm. not be a speaker, but successful. And I come and I, I share my truths yeah. and my faults.
3: Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reason why I just don't believe it's the best investment for black people to pool money together to purchase a prison. Because even if we own it, right, this is our prison, there are still politicians and lawmakers who are in charge of who goes into those prisons, right? I just wouldn't want my financial portfolio being attached to this home, this dwelling where so many African American males and women are wrongfully incarcerated.
2: We, we right. see it yeah, I, don't, I, don't, yeah I, I guess I don't... Um,
3: I get it. I understand the other side, too. I just... Well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I
2: would invest in a prison. because yeah, the, the concept just doesn't feel right for me. However, I do get the other side where it's, Okay, there are going to be prisons built um, that, like on the inside, it's mm-hmm. some savage stuff going on, yeah. right? And if you can, if if you can create one that um, that kind of just
3: less savage, oh, no, no, no,
4: less. This is the thing. Yeah, all are both looking at it from a monetary investment.
2: No, I'm not, no, no, no. If I invest in a no, prison,
4: not. it's not for the monetary; it's for the control.
3: Right, but so that's I, what I'm if saying. I can
4: control yeah. the building, and mm-hmm. I can control what happens. So people's families come to see them and get a hard time about getting in. People try to write letters to their family and they stop mail. Gets so laws. are
3: those decisions prison based or law based? Prison based. Okay, so from that perspective, I can see. Let's if if there has to be a prison, right. let's own it so that we can make
6: Access life to law, better. Access we to can law make libraries. things better inside.
3: But for me still, it's it's not monetary at all. It's um, well, and the person who brought this idea up for that person, it was monetary. Like, yo, this is what we can do and make money. And mm. but for me, it's more of a it's a moral thing. Like, right. yes, I own this building and I treat people well who are inside. But can I still sleep at night knowing that a lot of these people who are inside shouldn't be here and I get yeah. to go home to my family every yeah. day? I just you know, for me, that's not my mission. I would like to do what you do, though, and go into. Um, go into environments like that. in fact, I do. I've I've worked with a a program here in DeKalb County whose job it was to rehabilitate um, youth who were like one strike away from doing real time, youth who had been in and out of the system and they have one more time before it's a wrap for them. And so that was really effective and that was really enjoyable. Um, Just relating it to entrepreneurship, I was just saying, you know, what do you think about owning it?
2: Can I I give you another perspective? So- Let's say that the prison system does get cleaned up. Let's just say in Georgia, like there's a group that comes and buys the prisons in Georgia, and cleans it up, and it's not as bad. And I'm not advocating either way, but is that an incentive to do more crime because the consequences are less stringent? You're
4: not you're not lessening the consequences. Um, if we treat you better, you get treated like a human. You get training and the rest of that in prison. Nobody's going to sign up. That was an the argument they took Pell grants away. You People are going to jail to get free college. That was the argument. They took the Pell Grants away. Well, my daughter has to pay. My son has to pay. But the prisoners get free college. And they took it away. Mm-hmm. So nobody's going to sign up for prison to get counseling or a better basketball team or a better mattress when you have a mattress at home. So it's not a better life.
2: Let me, get, let me give you my perspective. If I was homeless,
1: uh-huh.
2: I don't want to go to prison because it's, the food is terrible. It's a possibility. I'll get jumped. I'll get cut. I'll get raped. All that kind of stuff. But if in Georgia, the prisons are nicer, uh
4: homeless people, homeless people do that now.
3: I was going to say, the <laughs> they do homeless that now. people intend. They do some homeless intent. people do things to get locked up so they have a safe place to go at night.
2: Right. So, yeah, wait. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm not advocating either way, but I, I can just, I can see the argument on now both sides.
4: Do, you're missing this part. There's three levels of prisons.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And when doing adults, there's a county jail. If you get arrested right now for stealing a car, you're going to the county jail. If you get arrested for murdering somebody, you're going to the county jail. If you get arrested for breaking in the house, you're going to the county jail. During your time in the county jail, it might be anywhere from one day to two years, you're going to wait trial. At the end of that trial, they might give you 20 years. You won't do that in the county jail. You go to state penitentiary. Mm. So there's a county jail where the homeless people go and they commit minor offenses. They'll go there for one week, two weeks till they bail out or they get kicked out. Mm. But once you get convicted of a serious offense, you go to state prison anywhere from one day to, to life. Then there's the federal prison system, which is a little bit more complicated to get into, but nobody is
2: county, state, state federal. In state, you'll you could spend from
4: one to, day to life. One day to life. If you murder somebody, you, there's a good chance you're going to die in jail.
2: Okay. And what's the so give federal. me federal?
4: Federal is again anywhere from one year, six months to life. So now it depends on who arrested you. If you have five ounces of coke and the state police arrest you, you go to state jail. If the feds arrest you, you go to federal jail. Mm. There are federal crimes that overlap state crimes. So it's not just as simple as a homeless person commits a minor offense and he's going to go to state prison for 20 years.
5: Depends
2: a homeless
4: person just <coughs> steals something from the stores. It was vagrant. He's going to go to county jail for like four or five days.
2: Mm-hmm. So your thing is,
4: it I wouldn't think be it's a bad
2: idea. to County
4: jail. I don't want it. That's what you're talking about. People coming and going state prison. We have people wrongly convicted, overly sentenced, being mistreated being separated from their families, not being allowed to prosper and learn how to turn their lives around, I would own a state prison in 2.3 seconds because I could go in and effect change in the lives of our people and the connectivity to their families. So if you're in there wrongly convicted, I can make sure you're getting access to proper legal work. Mm -hmm. If you're in there wrongly convicted, I'm not going to deny your lawyer access to come in because somebody's not here today. I'm not going to just open the doors and let you run out the door, but I'm going to make sure you get everything humanly possible to make sure you can get out of here from right now it's the opposite I,
3: yeah from that perspective mm-hmm. i get it so if if it were from that perspective of let me own the place so i can help as many people on the inside as possible and get the you know weed out the the real criminals from the wrongly convicted making Even sure make well and then, help. and some of them do yeah some of some some of them definitely do need help i believe everybody should have access to see their families and you know things like that making sure the conditions are sanitary mm. that's cool but even with all of that said, I'm going to say, Andre, how can I support you? I just, you know, I, I, you know the ownership of this and. Yeah.
4: Do just- you feel better that the state owns it versus we own it? At the end of the day, with the state owning it, we have zero control. We can only ask permission. Mm-hmm. So all the things that you would want to do, the, mm-hmm. and let's take it to female prisons, too. You have a thousand females in a prison. They've been abused, they've been raped, they've been molested, they've been drugged, they've been... De- they, everything you name it and happen to them, now they're in there. Yeah. And the state has control, so the state says, now they're bound by policies that you was talking about before. Right. Whatever that state book says, they're going by that minus 20%. percent
3: hmm
4: You can go in there and say, you know something? I can bring Dave's entrepreneurship program in. To bring Dave in with a state prison is all kinds of red tape. If you own the building, you can bring Dave in when you feel like it. Mm-hmm. So you can have, but we're access. still
3: policed by state policy.
4: The state, but again, the state policy says you got to feed three times a day, has to be clean. But the educational stuff, you would have extreme more control over yeah. the flexibility around legal access. Right now, if they want to rebuild the law library, or they're going to rebuild some other building, you can say rebuild yeah. a law library. They're I- saying rebuild. That other building.
3: I think if money were not in, you know, a factor and I had to choose where I put my money, I would probably put it on the front end um, in schools and programs and things to try to save Mm -hmm. them before it gets to that point. And that's not to say there are some people who went through the right schooling, had the best parents, had the best exposure, Mm -hmm. and they're still there. Some wrongfully convicted, some rightfully convicted, but. I think I would put my money on the front what end is, and feel better about that. What is
2: what is the market on buy and sell prison? Is that is that a thing? Like, you know, people buy Oh, and prison sell. is
3: big business.
2: We no, I'm guess. saying like, how, how red. is there like a, a website for it? Like, no,
4: the way it works is. I we
2: get. I'm <laughs> to website touch. for it. I but
3: did
2: he say? Not a web, website. You know, did he say a website. You know how yeah. LootNet has. It's Amazon.com, buy a you, prison. You got the
3: password for the, so we can see what the bargain prices so are right
2: now. Do you know <laughs> how they are. on sale during COVID. There are websites for cars, car dealerships. Where you want to, okay, forget it. No, no, there are some
4: way. prisons that have been built that are sitting empty. Yeah. Because what happens, people get together, they build a prison, then they try to get a contract and they don't get it, and the building sits empty. Is there a membership I mean, it's, 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 group for that? I'm, up, <laughs> I'm, I'm, about, I'm
2: about to look up. How to buy a
3: it'd prison. It would be so
2: funny if there's a website like We Buy prisons He's always
3: buy a... Googling something on me live and in, in air While he's doing house, that, I have to point out, though, it's kind of dope that we're all like in sync in our gray colors. I wish I had on black jeans. I feel like, you know...
4: But you're a black queen, I so it's it okay. What?
2: A private prison can Andre offer Norman. their services to the government. No, how, do, they, how, how, do, we how do we buy it? How do we buy it? I'm looking for it. No, I just you, thought that you, was cool.
3: No, no we don't. Because we're not going to stay on this topic. we got to move on. So I want you to prove to yourself that you were wrong. There so, is, so,
2: the, so the point is, you're just saying that there's no website. No.
3: There is get, no, there is no dot .com that says, come here for prison purchase
4: now there are some empty prisons sitting that mm-hmm. you can actually purchase but it's not a website yeah I so how do you buy a prison you probably you just find have the to person know. who built it they didn't they can't get it filled and you buy it mm-hmm.
2: oh so if there's a prison that's not filled maybe there are some people in there no no
4: empty like if you
2: Oh, so you, just, so, you can, so you can only buy empty prisons no yes
3: or, if or unless it goes it, for sale
4: if you buy the company if what, i have a company what, what, that have, like,
2: do they put it on for sale
3: they have their that's, own little network.
4: That's, that's a,
2: what I'm talking about. That's oh, a business. network, not a website. They're not
4: like that. selling... There would be... There's um, CCA that owns maybe 30, 40 private prisons. If they sold the company, you get everything included, which is the prisons. Right.
2: So you'd me, have oh, to buy the company. So you buy one of
4: those companies, it comes with 20 prisons.
3: So I do a lot of consultations with people who are looking to, like, find their way, right? Um, in entrepreneurship specifically, I, I do get calls frequently, from uh, or inquiries frequently from people who are starting their own business because of previous fed time or prison time or whatever you know whatever the case may be, and they feel like their options are so limited because they have these felonious pasts and now you know what do I do? Um, what would be your advice for someone who is out of prison? They're on the right track now and they are looking for a way to be a good provider. They don't want All to right, go- real
2: quick. If you go on Williamsauction.com, you can bid are prisons going for five million dollars. And they list them. So there's a website where you can buy. It. Let me see your phone. Hold on, let me get back to okay, it. So we'll look, it so business now. insider, right? So it says Here's an offer that's hard to refuse. The town of Littlefield, Texas, auctioned off its medium-security detention facility and selling the highest bidder above $5 million. Yeah, that's for that prison. Look, look. The five-building complex sleeps 383 inmates and comes with a gym, Get to maintenance the point shed, where we have- armory, and parking no. lot. per the listing.
3: That is. And there's a
2: hyperlink for the listing.
3: That's great. And it
2: takes you to Williams. That's
3: for their listing. You asked if said- there was a website that houses all no, the no, prisons. No, 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 no.
2: I said, I said, is there a website you can go to? And there is a website. There is you isn't. Can go that's, to the that prison. that
3: person who owns that prison listed question, their man. property for sale. Anyway. Okay, helping. The let's people. talk business, okay. right?
4: If somebody just came home Mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, I'm out, I want to do the right thing, I want to build my business, I want to get my life right, the first thing you have to do is criminality cannot be an option. I've had hundreds, if not thousands of people, Dre, help me. You've done it, help me do it. And the first thing I tell them is criminality is not an option. The first time you tell me, Dre, if I don't get this job, I'm going to go pick up a brock. I'm going to pick up a brick. I'm going to go do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get the gun. I say go do it. Go do that. See how it works out, and see me on the back end. Criminality cannot be an option.
5: Uh-huh. You have to
4: be 100% committed to doing it legally. Uh-huh. There's two things that you have to understand about staying out of prison. There's legal, and then there's illegal.
5: Uh-huh.
4: And anytime time it's illegal, it can send you back to jail. So I've been out here 20-something years, and it's simple for me. Yo, Dave, yo Dre, let's do this podcast. If this goes bad, do I go to jail? No. So Dre, let's go to the dinner or to the club. If that goes bad, do I go to jail? No. Dre, let's go drink and go... Bu- if that goes bad, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm out of it. It's legal or illegal. So they have to first make up their mind that going back is not an option. Mm-hmm. Then once you burn that bridge, you can only go forward.
5: Mm.
2: But how do you break that? Because there are a bunch of people, I suppose, like, let's just say my um, my my cousin, right? He was in and out, in and out, in and out. I remember, now he's, he's grown and mature since then, but I remember writing him a letter saying, yo, you know, what you're going to do different and stuff like that. And he's like, yo, I'm not doing anything different. I, I'm just smarter now. And I know what to do. Right. So how do you how, and I don't know what his tra- I didn't talk to him about his transformation. But how do you break that while you're inside and saying this yo, goes back to
4: us owning the building and we can actually put those type of programs inside. Mm. Those type mm. of programs don't exist. They give you some how to write a resume or how to do X or how to get off um, child support. But really talking to a man, black man, about the struggles of being black, growing up, going going through what you went through and how to address that in a real setting, we really don't have those programs.
5: Okay. Okay. So they don't
4: exist. So you had to find your way and make shift something into dealing with emotions. Mm -hmm. You're trying to deal with emotions in an unemotional place, Mm. in the least emotional place. And it's not really equipped for that. And it's not set up for that where emotions is weak. Mm -hmm. And it's all the connotations that is being put. By the owner slash pressure that this place say, okay, this is a system and there's nobody in there. If you're running the place, it's gonna have your vibe. It's gonna have your sense of
1: Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts.
4: building, and that's what's missing. Gotcha. People who care. When you walk into a prison, your feeling is nobody cares. Does nobody here Did you? Do you feel that me. way? Of course.
3: Okay.
4: I mean, my homies in theory care about me, but the people that run this place don't care. hmm So when when that when that dynamic changes, when you when your child comes home, she thinks you care about her. She knows you care about, it and it, and it affects her how she moves through your house. Mm-hmm. When she goes someplace else, she's gonna say, hey, "Ain't like mom's house." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, mom cooks, does it. The caring matters. Mm. We're going into stale buildings, stiff buildings with, with, with oppressors who may not. Even, it's not about like us or don't like us. They just don't care. Right. It's not their job to care. So I would say to your people, one, step one, make up your mind. And okay. step two, get support. Mm. I personally did counseling inside. Mm-hmm. And for the record, it's called mental health counseling. Okay. Because I had severe issues. You
3: did that when you were in inside. Okay.
4: I went to counseling inside. Because I had issues and I needed to learn how to process. The number one thing I needed to learn how to do was not talk faster, not jump higher, not run. How to process my emotions. Mm. When somebody says something to me, how do I handle that? How do I respond? When things don't go my way, my processing ability. And I went to counseling outside. And then you have to be really mindful of who you put yourself around.
3: How long have you been out of prison?
4: November will be 21 years.
3: How long do you think, if you remember, were you in that counseling stage?
4: I still go to counseling. You still do? Oh, yeah.
3: Okay. So you believe it's important to continuously get that type of support?
4: Um, I'm not going to stop what works. And considering (laughs) if it doesn't work, what's the the recourse? I go to prison. I'm doing something that works, and the back end of that working is I stay free. Mm -hmm. So why would I stop something that's helping me stay free? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean it's worth the money, it's worth the time, it's worth the investment because I we always say I'll do anything not to go to jail. Mm-hmm. I've heard it, I'll do anything I don't want to go back to jail. I will work it here. We'll but be, right ca- right, right
3: right, right. <laughs> we'll
4: be right back at jail. Because they were lying to themselves.
3: Yeah.
4: I'm saying because they weren't being
2: held accountable. Well, they said so f- it.
3: They they didn't they never believed it though. And
2: what is your advice on the exit? Like what are some of the things that you're telling them like when you get out? Is there like a a, a ten point checklist that Andre has? Like these are the things you need to consider.
4: I do. Okay, I I haven't have written out, but I.
2: That's what you in in the middle
3: of our podcast. That's what we doing. Yes, we doing.
4: That's money. That's a genius network. Wait, is that's, it money? Is it? no no, it's a genius network. Genius Network is the number one mastermind group in the world.
3: <laughs> plug,
5: plug, plug. Hey,
4: no no. He's it. He's What's, the it. What's the website? What's the website? Geniusnetwork.com. <laughs> to get in, to be a member, you have to have like a $10 dollars business. Uh-huh. And it's 25,000 a year for the for the junior group and it's $100,000 a year for the senior group. And you get for 25 grand you get two meetings, for 100 grand you get three. And the key thing is you're not paying to be in the room you are paying for who's not in the room. Hmm. That's that's the slogan. The Elaborate money you, on that for him. Mm-hmm. You Okay, the $25,000 you're paying is not This is a who.
3: mastermind.
4: This is a mastermind. You're not paying for who's in the room. You can go to the mastermind for $100 or $50. You're going to have everybody in their, their mother in that room. Mm-hmm. All the people who ain't serious. All the people who are procrastinators. All the people who are going to waste your time. All the people who are going to say they can, but they can't. All the people who are trying to come up. See, Donnie? At $25,000, if you write Remember? a check for $25,000, you're ready. You're about your business and you're ready to go. We're
2: mm-hmm. about to put. Together you had a check
4: for hundred thousand yeah.
2: dollars. You are extremely right. ready. Me and Diane Diane's going to put together a mastermind. I'm gonna it, walk talk, out. Talk take about, my mic off. <laughs> take, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Take <laughs> my. <laughs> my. So I'm about a mastermind.
3: Anyway, I want to. So
2: I want to help you. Oh, so you want me to tell, no, 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 and no, then no, you're no, gonna no, tell. I tell top? So I, I think it's important that we put together a mastermind. But I think what you said was key for the people that's not going to be in. Not in. And I don't, I don't think um, you even talking putting together a mastermind isn't about an an income opportunity. It's about being able to connect. Obviously, you got to charge people to 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 for people that are qualified, right? But it, it's, it's it's so tough to create something like that. But how do how you do it? Because uh, we got some. I'm gonna tell you,
4: it's called the suburbs. The houses in Alpharetta aren't better than the houses in Bankhead. Mm. There's a reason they charge you an extra three hundred thousand, extra million dollars to live in Alpharetta because who's your neighbors?
3: You just mm. piss somebody. You're paying
4: out for, that. for your neighbors.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> I ain't from Atlanta. I just know is the hood right. and
4: Alpharetta is the suburbs. So you're paying for your neighbors, yeah. and you're paying Disclaimer. for who your you're paying for who your neighbors aren't. Right. Yeah.
2: And I so that's true. That's so true. So you are more on the right side because I'm like, yo, let's just get some people together. Donnie's like,
3: ah, nah. You gotta,
2: it got it. You got it. Everybody can't come in the room. Everybody
3: can't come in the room. There has to be. And and let's talk about that because it's important. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, especially just wanting to be in the room. So they'll go to any event. Right. Right. Because we always talk about make sure you're plugged into personal development. Make sure you're getting coached. Make sure you're attending these conferences and getting the motivation and getting these action steps. But they're literally going to any room following any, you know, influencer or person who can post a picture with the car and look Mm. like they're doing something. And then they're discouraged because they're in the wrong room. So how do you qualify the room that you want to pay to be a part of?
2: Mm. I don't know.
4: Well, the way you qualify is what are you doing? I mean, literally, what are you trying to get? What is your end objective? Mm -hmm. I, I, I did this exercise last night. I want to have a house in a really nice island with an automated business, and I need $5 million in the bank, and I this, I, I wrote out what I want, End.
5: Mm-hmm. then
4: I come back to what am I doing, is what I'm doing going to get me there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just, I'm trying to start a business. I'm trying to, but why? Mm-hmm. They don't have a why. I just want a business so I can make money, but why? Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're making money, but with no goal or no direction, but why? Right. So you need to be clear on the end and the exit. And most people aren't clear on the exit. So therefore, the entire time is not wasted, but it's misdirected.
3: So here's how I qualify what I invest in. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one, usually the events that I attend, I'm already familiar with the people who are putting these events together. And they have to be people who are actually in places that I am trying to go, right? Mm -hmm. Number one, across the board. If I don't know that I know that I know that you're in a position that I am aspiring to be in, mm. I'm, 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 I'm good. There's some other prerequisites that have to be filled. Right. I may mm. not know who you are. I may just be new to your network. Um, also, your event should communicate a transition for me. Right. So I don't want to just come and hear a bunch of speakers on stage. I've done that for years. Yeah. I've been in that room. I can I can pull up a YouTube video for that. What am I going to get? As a result of being in this room am I walking away with actionable steps if it's a real estate event do I have an opportunity to be a part of an investment project like is there something real and tangible that's going to get me one step closer to my goals right I don't want to attend events anymore that's about coming to the event and then we're gonna sell you another event you know after it maybe maybe sell me a mastermind that puts me in a position to be doing what I want to do or right. puts me in a position to cash in on this on this investment opportunity but there has to be a well-established very clear end result for me right. um also but
2: some, but some people they don't they'll join a mastermind just for the network just to be in the just room. J- just just to expand their network because they know they're at some point I I want to have a different group of people on my phone
3: yeah
5: right yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. so
2: you're right I guess People join masterminds for different reasons.
3: Yeah, people join. So people join any type of a networking environment for different reasons. Some people, uh, you know, as we get older in life and our responsibilities change, we, we lose friends or we outgrow friends. So some people are going to look for friends. Some people are going to practice, you know, regaining their confidence. Some people are looking for connections that they can do something with. Here's the problem with networking events though. Networking events, if you are not going to network with a goal in mind, not just put a whole bunch of phone numbers in your phone, not just meet a whole lot of people and post pictures on Instagram, what is your, you, you have to be totally focused on, okay, this network is putting a bunch of authors in the room. How can I maximize this network? What do I need from a room full of authors? Or this room, this networking group is putting a bunch of investment bankers in the room. What do I I stand to gain from going into this network? And you got to be totally focused. Mm. People are going to networking events, drinking and getting drunk and staying in their cliques. They're staying with the people who they arrived with. Mm. Nobody is networking. And more than that, people are not networking with the purpose.
2: That's real. That's real. So when you walk into a room, what are you looking for, Dre?
4: When I walk into a room, I already know what I need. So I need, right now, I need um, a videographer. So when I come into an event who does video, I'm going, beeline to that person. Yeah. I'm, I need a manager. I'm beelining the manager. I look at people online. I was watching um, a video the other day about the Rough Riders. Mm. And I kid you not, I got the lady's picture on my phone. And there was a lady on there. She was the manager of such and such for somebody, and she was running the whole thing. She was like the office admin. I, I took a picture. Boom, mm. I got her name and number. Mm-hmm. and I looked up online and I might one day reach out to her because she ran all the Rough Riders that was her job I need that so mm-hmm. I wrote her name down took the picture on the screen so I paused it, screenshot it mm-hmm. I got it in my phone real talk mm-hmm. and I'm looking because I know what I'm looking for Right. so if I come into a room I know what I'm looking for Good. and I'm looking for and then I'm always open to something I might not have been expecting but I know what I'm looking for yeah. I know my business I know what it's <clears throat> lacking I know what it needs
3: yeah.
2: mm-hmm. what are you looking for when you walk in the room
3: well, I just told you. So it really depends. I'm, I'm looking. just in a, well,
2: not out of a mastermind, but like you walk in a room. It's a bunch of people here. What yeah.
3: are you looking for? So in this room specifically, if I were walking in the room, I'm either looking for people that can help me advance or I walk in rooms like this looking for people who I can impact too. Yeah. So it, it's a double, you know, it's a double sided thing. Gotcha. Um, sometimes there are not people in those rooms that can take me any further than I already am. And in that case, instead of it just being like, oh, it's a waste, I'm like, well, let me find somebody in here to kind of chat with. Maybe I can impact somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I look for that or or, you know, that may not be your thing. You could then look for clients.
2: Is that fun for you?
3: Um, what part?
2: I don't know. Like just going to. Network. that's fun. For me.
3: Going to networking events and looking for clients.
2: I mean, just. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like doing what you do, moving through a room.
3: So I, I, I move through a room easily. Right. It is fun for me. It depends on on when. So, if I am speaking at an event and this is like an all day thing, mm-hmm. and you know, at the, it depends on when you catch me. In the beginning, is very fun for me. Um, at the end, and this is why this is why it's important to qualify the room and know who you have in there. I want to be in the room with visionaries and um, action takers, right? So sometimes you get in a room and you, you know, people come up and they're speaking, well, yeah, you know, I've been trying to do this for X amount of years, but I keep quitting and procrastinating and da 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 and listening to you on stage just really pumped me up. I'm like, okay, so what, what are the first three things you're gonna do when you leave here? They have no clue. That's not fun for me. But talking to people who approach me and say, hey, I heard you on stage and I'm going to go and do this, this, this and this immediately. Oh, I'll talk to you all night. I will talk to you all night. Going into rooms and meeting new people um, who are either just dope people to be around, meeting, you know, now with the Internet, I go into rooms. Virtual rooms now. Virtual rooms. (laughs) But, you know, was going into rooms and meeting people that you've been familiar with, that you've been kind of wanting to meet off social media. That's incredibly fun. Going into rooms and impacting people who you know are going to use the information—that's fun. Mm. Um, I'm shy, for real. Mm. Yeah. Nobody ever believes this, but I'm super shy. You so believe
4: that? No, not at all. She's making it up. You shy at home by by yourself?
3: I am so shy. Not at home by myself, but I am so. If I am going, in, if I'm the speaker, then it's one thing. But if I'm going into the room and I have to be like in the crowd with everybody else, and I'm by myself to network. I am shy, so that's not the most... It, it's anxiety for me, kind of.
2: Uh, that's not you.
3: That You're is not me. Shy.
2: So I think there's a difference between shy and just, I don't know y'all, so I'm...
3: No, I'm not that person. I am I am open and welcoming to a lot of people. I am honestly very shy. Now, here's here's the thing. I know what speaking up and pushing past being shy has done for my life. Mm-hmm. So I will walk in... And own the room, but on the inside, I'm like, "Don't fall, please, don't fall, don't fall." Oh my god, don't say the wrong thing. Do you look okay? to you like? I really? am, shy. I am shy. Yeah, wow. I mean, you know, but I walk around like I own it. Is
4: that it. shy or insecure?
3: I'm not insecure whatsoever. No, that doesn't
4: sound shy to me. What you just said wasn't shy. That doesn't sound
3: shy. It is shy. Like shy is shy. I don't, be it sounds in conscious. I don't want. I am. I is and I am aware. I'm. I'm not insecure. I am aware, though, to to wonder if you look okay and all these things. You go places and. Like, I look okay. Everything okay? We just sat here talking about yeah, your shoes.
0: You I sat
3: here. I sat here talking about you know how I'm gonna sit in the chair. That's not necessarily insecure. Yeah, I literally, shy, I it's literally so have. Okay, so that yeah. may not be, but I literally get nervous to walk in front. You can be nervous. That's shy. Diff- nervous and shy. Yeah, too. Well, I'm gonna look in, up the definition that, of shy. In that shy. sentence, in that in that uh, context, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, okay. The, the definition of shy is. Being reserved, or having, or showing nervousness or timidity yeah. in the company see, of no, other no, people.
4: See, I went to public school. It's one of the private school kids over here. Yeah, she actually knew the dictionary.
2: Oh yeah, She's uh, showing yeah. out right now. I mean, we should beat kids up for being smart. I'm so looking forward to you proving her wrong. You can't see me on that. No, no so shy,
3: yeah. shy in that instance is. Getting these nervous jitters, like things that you wouldn't normally and do. To use the
2: word to. And <laughs> no, to
3: just to. just just doing things that you wouldn't normally do. So you start fidgeting. You know, that's that's nervous because you're shy. It's a it's a counter reaction okay, of we, being. Okay, we actually meant
4: that we didn't know what shy actually meant.
2: Yeah, we and we just found out. So you're actually, nope. So I guess I'm shy a little bit too because I'm reserved you, or having or showing nervousness or timidity. Chance really is shy, people.
3: and that's what like mm-hmm. I get. Mm, Excuse me. I get people like you because I am a person like you. I am. I am really outgoing on one hand, but depending on the setting, I'm kind of reserved. Like, imagine, imagine you're walking in a room with the Bob Proctors and the Les Browns and, you know, the Eric Thomases and the Barack Obamas and all these people in the room. And then you got a special invite some kind of way and you walk in
2: (sighs) some kind of you, way. Yeah, you sweat <laughs> in the back. Say, I got a fake waiter. You, you a fake waiter.
3: Somehow, somehow you, you got invited, room. but you can't tell me that you're going to walk up in the room like you own it. You I may don't. you may walk in like you own it, but before you open the door, you're going to be like...
2: I'm okay. super... Yeah, I'm, I'd be super just... I'm
3: sweating. Yeah. I am. I'm you're like, right. don't blow this, Donnie. Dang, I'm shy. Right?
2: shy. Shy in certain scenarios.
3: In certain yeah. scenarios. And honestly, um, we're all speakers... It's interesting because I don't get nervous speaking on a stage. So right, it it okay. doesn't matter how many people are in the room. Mm. I don't care. It can be 100,000 people in the room watching me. I'm going to go on stage, and whatever I came to deliver, I am going to deliver. Mm. But, like, things that have made me shy in real life, um, going into small networking events where I have to speak and be called on. First dates, always. You know, like, that. that was mm. something that was always, like... Nervous for me. I, and that's why I, I just, I never enjoyed first
2: dates. Yeah,
4: How do you get I, to date two?
2: She be, just, she show up. Once you're there, you show So I think the thing is, I'm super shy or not shy. I am nervous before I speak every time. I don't care if I'm about to walk on stage in front of like thousands. I'm in the back and I am nervous. I am going through it. I get on stage and I do my thing. When I'm walking to a classroom of children, I'm nervous. Like, all my I, my anxiety really flares up before I'm going to speak. Now, the good I news is I meet you there.
3: I do meet you there. Walking yeah. into a classroom full of kids—that's that's a whole other what, assignment. What helps
2: me get over that is I've been through that time and time and time and time again, and I know I produce. I know I know I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah. So that kind of helps me. Like, all right, Dave, you just gotta get past this part because once you start opening your mouth, you're good.
3: You're good. So. But you know who stays nervous on stage? So people who don't know
2: what they're talking about. Ooh, that's we a bar. We have to bring them
4: up. Fake speakers like fake news?
2: I, got, I, I think we got a book in here and uh, I think we we, we we got to wrap up, but ain't it crazy?
4: No. I was The other day I was talking to somebody and they told me, Andre, you're not a speaker. Mm. You're a PR firm.
3: Break that down. What did they mean?
4: Right now, I'm speaking for a lot of companies around social justice. Mm-hmm. Everybody in their mother wants to know what can I say, what can I say, what's appropriate, what's not enough, what's enough. And I'm speaking to their companies around how to deal with social justice. And somebody told me the other day, said, Dre, you need to shut your speaking company down and open up a PR firm and charge for public relations.
2: Because that's
4: what you're really doing is public relations. Mm. You're not doing speaking. They need public relations advice. And that's what you're really giving them in the form of a speech. Did you agree with that?
3: 100%. So are you acting on that? Yes, I am. All right.
2: Mm. Maybe this podcast could be a PR firm because we just bring people up and then.
3: Well, we're not doing PR. No,
2: you're right. Okay. All right, cool. So um, let's let's close this thing out, man, with last words of um, encouragement. Um, there there are websites where you can buy a prison. You know what I mean? Like if it's an auction kind Send me the link. <laughs> all right, cool. Um,
3: Do not. Shans? Let's start with you. Some words of Ladies empowerment first. and encouragement. No, he does this all the time because he would. You don't know this, Andre, but he is so adamant about trying to close better than I close. No,
2: I, no, no, no. Here's the thing. I know I know. I know I don't close better than you. No.
3: Fans, but that's why I
2: have to go last. It
3: is quite possible for you to close better than me because you are a master with words and stories and things that I haven't Yo, mastered. You I'm are... just really directing in your face. You circle around subjects and you're able to like. Give these, well, if Bob was walking into the room right now, guy, and somehow he millionaire, you got the whole world inspired. Yeah,
2: hey, yo, look. You I'm have just giving thing. lessons. Look, here's what's funny. When I'm done speaking, I never know how to close. So, like, my last, my closing thing is...
3: Well, all right. How uh, was it?
2: <laughs> how was it? Y'all good? You right, do. You do. <laughs> you
3: do. You do.
2: You go know. first, Chance. I don't know how to effectively get off stage. Um, Let's so, practice. So, um you I, see now now i'm nervous this is okay, shy cool, 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 cool. this is shy, okay, I'm shy, shy. I'm
3: <laughs> your let forehead is let sweating me. In
2: let me breathe so look i hope y'all enjoyed this episode okay um, just continue to po- uh share this podcast um you can also join our morning meetup all these people and pretty much every other guest we've had on the podcast comes on to the morning meetup to show up and pour into our our audience so you can go to the morningmeetup.com, the morning and just try it out. So for seven days, you can come on the you can come on our calls and just listen in for a dollar, just to see. If you don't like it, leave. If you do, stay. But the moral of the point is, the moral of the story is, we have such an amazing group of people from all across the country. Literally, almost a hundred people join every single morning, Monday through Friday, to be in. Em- Involved in a network to just like have more of these intimate conversations. So um that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all have a good night. We anyway.
3: Out. Oh, you're closing the whole thing. We didn't get to say goodbye. Mic,
4: you
2: You gotta close this out. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. And let's let Donnie close no. this out. Look, she's going through no. stuff in her head right now. I am
3: not. Right. I can go now. Just What's up? This. Off the this. dump. This. No, I
2: want I I want you to wait because watch how amazing of a closer she oh, is. Oh my god. I suck. Okay, close this out.
4: Um, I just say I appreciate your time, your effort, your energy. And my thing is, when I was trying to get my life together, at first I was running everywhere, uh-huh. and I finally said I had to find a home, and I locked in, I locked down. One teacher, not 20 teachers, one study, one system. Bruce Lee's famous quote, I don't fear the man who's practiced 100 kicks. I fear the man who practiced one kick 100 times. So I found my mentor, I found my tribe, for better or for worse, stop with the grass is greener and get what you can get, maximize it. And um, when people come to me, I send them, I say, hey, this is a test for me." I say, yo, go sign up for the morning meetup and do that for a week, then give me a call back. And I've had people tell me I didn't want to do it. I'm like, well, I can't help you. Mm. Because if you can't commit to that, then you're definitely not going to commit to me, and I don't want your money. It's going to be a headache, and just go away. Yeah. And I actually just wanted—I want to see you win. Mm. And I came here to hang out with you because I enjoy hanging out with both of y'all because – this is just a good vibe. So I drove four hours to sit here to just vibe. I'm oh, saying because it's good to be around good people. So this is a form of counseling and therapy for me this week. I mean, I count this as my counseling hours because it's good people, good conversation, going in a good direction, no negativity, no drama. And that's what you got to find yourself in. So if you're on this podcast,
2: stay on this podcast. That's mm. real. I watched this. Watch this. We're done. Watch how good this is. This is
3: <laughs> well, new. ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just. <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> no, seriously, I echo everything that these young men have said, um, guys. We had such an amazing time with you, Andre. Like for real, I thought. I think we talked about. Um, I think we talked about social justice today. I,
4: can I read Give me one thing on, on social justice. Go ahead. If you I, took the mic away. Oh, I thought I was dropping the mic. That's <laughs> my drop the mic moment. I do a lot of social justice stuff, and I'm actually working with. The families of the afflicted. So, Michael Brown, mm. um, Oscar Grant, Breonna—we're working with the families mm-hmm. because there's so many people out here in these streets screaming "Black Lives Matter," Ferguson, Michael Brown Jr., Oscar Grant, but you have no connectivity or respons- responsibility to the families mm-hmm. of the people who lost their loved ones. And so, my crusade right now—I'm literally had conversations all week—but putting together a group where the families will be at the table. So it's not going to be people with T-shirts of their loved ones. It's going to be them standing there telling you how they feel, how they see it, and what they want going forward. And what I've been saying to my white counterparts is, because all lives matter, white lives matter, what's all this about? And I said, they're missing the point. And if I could, I would rename the movement because I tell them, when we first pulled up on boats, you could kill us, you could chop us, you could sell us, you could rape us. For 350 years of slavery, our lives didn't matter. During Jim Crow, you can lynch us, you could kill us, you can drown us, you could do whatever you wanted to us, with no consequence, because our lives didn't matter. During civil rights, we've seen the dogs, we've seen the fire hoses, we've seen the billy clubs. Again, black life didn't matter. War on drugs, mass incarceration, our lives don't matter. So I would really want to rename the movement to, to can black lives matter now? Mm. Because... White folks and other folks just seem to get distracted with the Black Lives Matter. So I'm saying there's never been a time in this country where white lives didn't matter or police lives didn't matter. So my thing is, can black lives matter now? Is that enough for you to let go of this ridiculous opt-out and -and bait-and-switch conversation around why are they being sipped different? Well, not being different. What they're saying for 400 years, we haven't mattered. And can we matter now?
3: Yeah, so I could go on and on and on about that specifically. Uh, I feel like Black Lives Matter, period. We ain't asking, can we, Black, ma- black Lives Matter in a, in a definitive statement, mm-hmm. right? I'm so passionate about that. I think we could even do another topic about that and elaborate on that perspective. Um, but just, you know, to echo what these gentlemen said, we care, David and I put this together. We came together because we wanted to create, um, David already has, I have gum in my mouth. David already has an amazing platform for entrepreneurs um, that he exposes to people from the world of entrepreneurship, not just, you know, trying to steer in one particular direction. And we've been working together uh, over the last several years in different areas of, you know, putting events together and putting programs together and things like that. So this is like the grandfather, I believe, of what we've been trying to do over the years. And... I'm just excited to be here. I am excited to see the impact that we've been having. Like, it's fun. And then to bring, you know, experts up like Andre, who are working in areas that are so untapped and areas that entrepreneurs don't even think about. Like, what today has really highlighted to me are the opportunities outside of the status quo of what so many entrepreneurs are trying to do. Everybody's trying to do some of the same thing because that's all they see. We need to see more of this. We need to see more of, like, the grassroots stuff growing big. This guy's getting, like, five-figure, six-figure contracts to go out and impact lives. And so many people are skipping this part because it looks too much like work, yeah. right? You don't see him on the Internet, um, on social media, like, in front of the, the cars and the homes and the this, that, and the other. He's just going out doing his thing, thing changing lives. So for the entrepreneur who's watching this that feels like you're not the extrovert, you're the introvert, do I have to show the lifestyle? Do I have to do all these things in order to be impactful and successful? You don't. This Go to his social media, lay back about his business, about the impact, and that's why we did Donnie and David's version of the Social Proof Podcast. We love Peace. you guys. Peace.
0: If you've reached the end of the show, Thanks so much for listening. We value your time. And that's why we want to give you the best sounding, best produced quality of content we possibly can. And this podcast you've been listening to has been edited and produced by yours truly. I'm Donald The Voice. I'm a 10 year voiceover artist, narrator and production specialist that wants to see only the best life giving, equipping and long lasting content be produced to help others. So if you have commercial video editing or other production needs, I love to talk with you. That's right. Visit DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page to talk about how we can work together to bring your content to life. Okay, so you're not an email person? Well, you can also contact me on Instagram at DonaldTheVoice or on Facebook.com forward slash Donald dot the voice. I'm looking forward to talking to you.